Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Real Talk with Reginald D. So glad you could join me today. I'm very excited about this episode. I have a special guest. She's a phenomenal woman. She's a national recording artist. She's a radio personality. She's an actor. She's an author. She's a songwriter. She's a mentor. She's a motivational speaker and a lot more, a lot more. And she's my cousin. Welcome to the podcast. Here she is, Dolly McCoy Jackson. Hello, cousin. How are you? Hey, cousin. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Today, I am sitting with my cousin in my t-shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I've been talking about creating a life that you desire the last couple of podcasts. Mm -hmm. And when I talk about it, when I think about it, you come to mind. Uh, I know your story, and you are simply a person who has created the life that you deserve, and you're still creating the life that you deserve. So what's, what does that mean to you? Well, I tell you what, I have, I'm just a woman that really does have a strong, we got a strong foundation in faith and in God. And as we continue to mature and get older, it's like our foundation gets stronger and stronger. The one thing that I do realize is that without a vision, people perish. And I continue to see myself. And what I mean by that is you hear people say all the time that I see my future self. I don't feel like I have finished everything that God has sent me to do yet. So when I'm obedient and when I walk and do the things that I feel like I'm called to do, God is very faithful to add things to my life. And I think that for me, that the crux of creating your own life cannot be without the one that created you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's back up on something. Okay. This year alone has been a phenomenal year for you. Yeah. You've written a book. Yes. You were inducted into the Black Gospel Music Hall of Fame. You received your doctrine. And now you're writing Christmas songs. Stuff <laughs> and singing Christmas songs. Top of the year I got married. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. It's been a big year. And, and like you said, I've written a book. Of course, I didn't write the book like this year. It took me years to write. But I finally <laughs> Right. got a chance to release the book and as you're saying these things i'm just kind of looking back on this year and looking at a lot of the obstacles that i went through this year i went through a lot of obstacles but out of your obstacles out of those obstacles were birthed uh, several things like you said the national black radio hall of fame inducted me and i also during the stellars this year i got a couple of awards and i was awarded right alongside Sedman Graham. Oprah Winfrey's man, <laughs> awarded right. just alongside him. One of these awards, um, they call me a culture pioneer. This was one of those years I felt like God was giving me a good foundation for what's next. A lot of people get the award and then they relax. And it's just, okay, this is what I worked for. And then that's it. But I really feel like for the next season that I'm going into, sometimes you do what you do for a long time and people see your work and they want to honor you. And a lot of times when you get the honor, it is not just for you to hold it for that moment, but it's for you to recognize really 
what you really mean to people. It helps you to understand that you are taken seriously and it'll give you a boost to keep going to the next level. So I really feel like it's my foundation to keep on going and because I still see so much in my future. And I think that's necessary for that's necessary for any leader, any person that even if you're just leading your own life, you have to have a vision for where you're headed. And I look back on, like I say, 2022, it was a rough year and a really rough year. <laughs> like It was rough to birth a lot of things out. It was rough trying to facilitate a lot of things. But at the end of it, a lot came out of this year. And I ended the year strong with, like you said, another song because I'm also a recording artist. I haven't recorded a lot of songs lately, but this one at the end of the year, I recorded a Christmas song with Mogul producer, super producer, Dallas Austin, and it's getting a lot of traction and attention. So I don't know. I just feel that's, I have to go back to the spiritual faith piece. If you seek first the kingdom of God, everything else will be added. And these are the things that are being added this time. So, yeah. Absolutely. Now, the book. Yes. Titled, And Then She Turned 50. Yes. Tell us a little bit about the book and what inspired you to write this book. The odd thing about And Then She Turned 50 is as long as I've been living, I've been carrying the book in my mind and in my memories. And I knew that one day these stories that were being birthed out of my life experiences were going to be communicated somehow to the public. And I started writing the book. I turned 50 last year. And as I started writing the book, I started thinking, it's almost, you know, how people say hindsight is 2020. I was hearing these life experiences and all of these stories, but I took some time to look back at all the stories that meant the most to me, that defined my journey the most, and that defined me as a person. And I brought those stories into book form. But after each story, I deliberately put what we call a wisdom nugget in the book so that after each story, you'll understand what was gathered from the story. And it's in an effort to give someone else just a glimpse of not only God, but what faith can do. And through everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, the things that people love about you, and even the things that people question about, God is still there and he's never going to leave you and he's never going to forsake you. And this book does exactly that. It kind of tells that truth. It proves that God is faithful. Exactly. And all that you do, what keeps you grounded every day in all the stuff you do? Yeah, I'm humbled. I'm humbled because it's a lot. It's a lot to it. What keeps me grounded is the fact that I really know where I came. I think about even our grandparents know that I'm walking out legacy from our bloodline. I have a heart for family and I am looking to destroy some generational curses off of our bloodline. And one of them being a lot of us were afraid to talk about certain things and afraid to open up and be free in certain areas. That's one of them. And I don't know, I have a plan to be a multimillionaire, but even if I don't make it, if I don't make it and financially, I do believe that everything about me is wealthy. And this part of my life of having the freedom to become 
who God called me to be, I feel is what wealth is actually all about. And whatever comes with my life, whatever comes to my life from here on out, I feel like it's only going to be an addition to everything else. So what keeps me grounded is understanding that it is not, it's not about me. It's about what I live for. It's family and our legacy. Now, it's very interesting that you talked about family. So with family, what can parents do to allow their kids to be free to talk about, because their world was way different than when we came up. But we always look at it as if we had the habit of looking at it as if it should be this way I was raised and this is where it's going to be. And it ends up kind of damaging kids. It makes a mess out of it sometimes. So what advice can you give parents to do with kids? Because these kids today are very authentic, very smart. They're over the top with it. We have to nurture that in a certain way. Yeah. So what advice can you give? I would say I'm going right back to the scripture with train up a child in the way that he should go so that when he's old, he doesn't depart from it. For years, we've thought that we would use that scripture to justify discipline. And justify discipline for doing some things wrong. When I read that scripture some years ago, I actually felt challenged as a parent to go to God about these children and ask him which way should they go. Because I think for the time that I had my children, it was my responsibility to speak their purpose into them, to help them to understand who they are. Because I've always had a problem with teachers telling kids, you can be anything you want to be. You actually, you can't be anything. You have to be who we're sent to be. And if you don't want an identity crisis in your life, find out who you are. If you don't want to be confused in your life, you need to find out who you are. And I think it is the parent's responsibility while they have a chance, while they have the time to raise their child and train train them up in the way that they should go. You need to find out which way they should go. Because you might be raising a chef and you're trying to put them on the football field. You might be right. raising an actress and you're trying to make her sing in the choir. You've got right. to understand who your children are and by noticing them. And that takes time. You need to some time to observe your children. What do they do naturally? What do they gravitate to naturally? And you be led by that to help you discover who they actually are. And I think that's a very important part to parenting. Good. One more question. Now we'll let you go. Tell us a little bit about the Christmas song. This Christmas song, <laughs> it is called <laughs> And This Christmas. First of all, it just came about all of a sudden. I was Dallas Austin is a great friend of mine. And we my husband and I go over his house like like we live there. We literally have a room. Like we go over there and we stay for three, four, five days or something. This is one of those times where he was, we were just over there and he was just like, hey, I'm doing a Christmas compilation and I need a Christmas song out of you. I said, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. He's, I'm serious. I said, and when are we going to start writing it? So a couple of minutes later, we were downstairs. We start writing. We had a young band, this Hawaiian producer. He produces for Neo and so many other people. He was just over there at the house and he just started playing this real soulful song. And it was so like sultry soulful. And Dallas looked at me and he said, God just blessed you with a big old chocolate. You need to make 
song about that big old chocolate husband of yours. <laughs> It's a little joke. We be going back and forth. You got a big old chocolate. <laughs> but I've never sang R&B in my life. I've never released any R&B music. Everybody thinks I'm R&B just because the sound of my music sounds R&B. But my heart has always been for worship and for giving God praise or teaching and that kind of thing. But this was my first time singing an R&B song, but I was able to do it with ease because I'm really in love. What's the reality of my life for this Christmas? We're empty nesters. We've got grandkids, but they over their parents' house, not ours. Right. Right. We got a chance to be just with he and me and enjoying some one-on-one -on -one time. So this song and this Christmas, it really paints the picture of any couple that even if you have kids, you put the kids to bed, it's Christmas Eve, we celebrate love. And that's what And This Christmas is all about. Okay. Now, where can people find the song? Everywhere. Digital music is streamed. You can find it on Apple Music. You can find it on Spotify, Pandora. You can find it on TikTok. I actually push for couples to get together and get on TikTok, get on IG Reels and pull up And This Christmas and just spread love. Show people that, that you're in love. And Christmas is about the present of presents. Yeah. Right. The book, you can find it on Amazon? You can find the book right now on Amazon. I actually, one more thing that happened this year is I signed a major publishing deal. So I have three more books coming out and we're going to re-release. And then she turned 50. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to get it now, this copy... We only have a few more left. We're going to be pulling it off very soon. So you may want to get it really soon, but we will re-release it and distribute it internationally as well. And of course, I'll go on a book tour and all that good stuff. Yeah. And then she turned 50. Awesome. Awesome. So everybody, basically what you can do is look up Dolly McCoy Jackson and you'll see everything she's got going on. Follow That's her. Right. You will be blessed. Amazing person. <laughs> Go on IamDarlene.com. My website is IamDarlene.com. Follow me on Instagram at Darlene McCoy and on Twitter at Darlene McCoy. And Facebook is IamDarlene. There it is. You got it. So Great. thank you, Cuz, for stopping by just to hang out with me for a minute. Man, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's always good seeing you. I love you to death. I love you, too. I love you, too. I love you like a real cuz. Like a real <laughs> Who got cousin? That's right. Family <laughs> reunion. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so everybody, thank you for tuning in with Real Talk with Reginald D. Continue to follow me on Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast is. So tune in every Tuesday with Real Talk with Reginald D. Good in. We'll see you next time.